It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, everyone. I've got a question to ask. Do you want to be a ninja? Darren and Needle will tell you how. They can't do it themselves because they're not that strong. This is the American Ninja Warrior Song. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the American Ninja Warrior Rahapa Podcast. I'm your host, Taryn Armstrong, and with me today, it's Lita. How are you doing, Lita? I'm so good. We're in Vegas. We are punctual with this recording because it's Vegas and things have gotten real. So real. So real. We're spending entire episodes speculating about who could possibly win. Oh, man. Which is, I mean, a different way to watch American Ninja <laughs> Warrior, but... Still fun. I love Vegas. It's it's the only time when I don't think eh, this episode could have been shorter. Mm, yes, uh, I pretty immediately when I started watching this episode, I was like, ah, oh, I miss this. Yeah, this is what the show is supposed to be. Yeah, it's so fun. I mean, it's it's also very disappointing at times because it's like, wow, that was like really a whole season leading up to falling on the second obstacle. But mm-hmm. it's it's so much more exciting. I do miss looking for myself in the crowd. That was the most exciting part. So we'll have to go again someday to these Mm. finals. Yeah. I mean, I feel like most of my suggestions to American Ninja Warrior is uh, to make it more like Sasuke. But I I feel like this would be more fun if they just did, uh, if they just maybe knocked out uh, some of the qualifying rounds and just did two Vegas finals a year. Mm. But then how would we get the second mother up the warped wall in a qualifying course west of the Missouri River? Fair point. (laughs) We need history. Yeah. Um, All right. So let's talk about it. We're in Vegas. It's part one. We're at stage one in Vegas. And right away, we're going to start with Michelle Warnke. I was like, damn it. Yeah, not great. You simply hate to see it. Yeah. There's zero chance that <laughs> Michelle Warnke is going to complete stage one in or, the or number even one spot. Do particularly well, probably. Yeah. Like, fair. yeah, they would not have sent her out very first coming off of that, like, super iconic, both qualifying and finishing mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and finals run. What what a what a what a ride here for Michelle Warnke. <laughs> such high highs and then immediate low lows. Yeah. But. 
You know, I think it's something that like for the last couple of years, I had sort of thought like, oh, Michelle Warnke, like she's great. But I don't think of her as someone that is in like the top top of the women. And so I think she's at least restored her place as someone that comes to mind first um, mm. as a woman who has a chance of going the furthest. Yes, she's going to be the first victim of Spin Your Wheels, which is a new obstacle. Uh, I guess we haven't talked about the obstacles yet. Um, but uh, we have Archer Alley first, which is the same as what we've been seeing, um, followed by Spin Your Wheels. I actually, I gotta say, I liked this course uh, a lot, mm-hmm. you know, um, based on our information from the previews, I was kind of expecting slash dreading that the course was going to be easy. Yeah. Um, stage one does not seem that way so far. We'll see about stage two and three, but um, it didn't feel easy, but it also didn't feel restrictingly hard. It felt like, uh, like there was a, a couple of tough points and, and they, they felt pretty fair. Um, and the first one was this spin your wheels obstacle where you had to jump up to a, the first big wheel, which just kind of spins straight uh and then you uh hop over to the second wheel which spins at i think they said like a 40 degree angle or something along those lines um where basically it it's really difficult to maintain proper like body momentum uh swinging momentum and uh and get out of it in a straight pattern and so it's very it's you you will kind of have to veer off to the side if you're not careful and it's just it's such a simple and yet straightforward and, and still quick obstacle that requires a lot of technical skill and precision. And uh, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Was the 40 degree angle of the wheel or of the the landing pad? The landing pad looked higher than that. Uh, I think it angle. was of the wheel itself. The, yeah. the wheel was tilted. So so the tough part in addition to the wheel being not straightforward was that the landing pad was also fairly narrow and very steep. So even if you landed on it, you had to like really stick it and grab it. Otherwise you would just do a Brett Sims and black backflip off of it. Exactly. Um, So this was, this was fun. I I enjoyed this obstacle. Michelle is going to be the first victim, unfortunately of spin your wheels. But, uh, but then afterward we get to the double dipper, which it seems like they would have made it more safe. <laughs> Does that sound like American Ninja Warrior? I don't I don't know what this gap is. So there's a landing <laughs> pad and then there's a gap between the landing pad and the rest of the course. And if you're I really like, skinny, you could just fall through it. Right. I feel yeah. like you could just <laughs> land right in there and just mangle your body. Like They were like, well, we got a lot of play out of out of uh, Travis Rosen becoming a bionic man. I guess so. Let's just do that again. I guess the idea is that like it makes it slightly more difficult because you have to land it and hold it rather than like you could just land and run for it. Also, it made for some very fun like flips and somersaults. Yeah, to get over yeah. that gap. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it. I just, maybe maybe it is safer. Who knows? But uh, didn't seem like it. <laughs> yeah. I, and is there any besides that? Is there any difference to uh, to the double dipper? Have people just figured it out? I I I don't know. I, it doesn't seem any different, but they might have adjusted the angle slightly. Um, way fewer people went out on this so far. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and also I, I noticed that, like, especially playing clips of people failing on the double dipper last year, a lot of them had to do with the bar coming out of place. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if they made the bar a little longer or something along those lines so that it's uh, more difficult to fall out. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if that were the case. 
Yeah. Um, either way, it's still a really fun obstacle. Yes. Um, so that goes straight into the jumping spider, which at this point, like any ninja who is a ninja knows how to do the jumping spider. Yeah. Uh, this is really just here to trip up the amateurs. Yeah. And the uh, the weak shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's still a classic obstacle, mm-hmm. obstacle. Happy to see it. Uh, tire run was revamped a little bit. Um, they put the, uh, it's the same run up the tires. Uh, but then you jump onto this, uh, this sort of wheel thing. Um, and you jump onto another, this big tire and it spins. And, uh, when you jump onto it, it's going to, it's, it does have a stopping point. So it doesn't spin endlessly. Mm-hmm. So if you run up it enough, it will stop and will give you a chance to balance yourself and jump onto the next, uh, little wheel. Um, but it also spins forward. So uh, you have to be careful of that when you go to jump. Um, and so we saw a lot of people get tripped up by this particular thing, especially uh, one athlete in particular, unfortunately. Um, and then uh, once you uh, swing off that uh, other uh, wheel, you get to the warped wall. Classic. Um then the diving boards, which was another really tricky spot here for the ninjas. Um, this was pretty much, I think, the most difficult um, agility balance obstacle in the qualifying rounds. Uh, we saw a lot of people slam their face into these uh, in the qualifying rounds. Um, it's very, very hard. Like there, it requires so much precision. It's the, the diving boards. Basically, it's a series of surfboard looking diving board looking uh you know things and they're basically balanced on like a spring mm-hmm. um so that uh if you step on anything but the middle of them you're just going to like it's the other side is going to flip up and you're either going to trip over it or you're just going to fall flat in um and so it's it's almost deceiving like if if they if the diving boards were just pegs i feel like it would be so much easier but because because you just you just need to step on the middle of them every time but if you miss the middle of them because you think that you can you have a little leeway then you're screwed yeah and you're required to go fast there's no way that you can stop on these like these are the same architecturally or structurally rather these are pretty much the same as like the dancing stones but uh the dancing stones you can stop and steady yourself because there's more surface area yeah and the and the 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 spot that you need to land on is much smaller although we did see somebody in uh i believe the city finals uh remember jump on them like with both feet and balance and then hop onto the next one so hard Um, so we saw a lot of people go down here. This was very much like, uh, this was basically the make it or break it point, uh, for a lot of the athletes. Well, that um, and the cargo net. Right. Uh, so then you get to twist and fly, which is the same from last year. You jump onto these handles, they twist and you, uh, you have to sort of, um, build up momentum, transfer to the next one and then transfer onto the cargo net, get up there, hit the buzzer all within two minutes and 30 seconds, which is uh, much shorter than it took to describe these obstacles. Yes, that should be the obstacle. One of the obstacles. (laughs) You have to describe the obstacles in two minutes and 30 seconds. Um, Yeah, this I agree that this is a good difficulty level um, when it's too tough. Well, especially this year, if it's too tough and we have very few stage two people then it's like all right well that narrows the field of who's gonna win like this whole this whole game is like let's have as many people go as far as possible so that we aren't spoiled on who Mm -hmm. wins um however uh when we were there um a couple years ago way too many people qualified for stage two it wasn't even really that fun 
Yeah. It was it was like half the people. It was sort of more of like like over it was like 54, right? Yeah, it was less like oh good job you did it and like wow, you must kind of suck not to do it. Like <laughs> yeah. it's so this is I feel a good balance for this particular season. Uh, yeah, it felt like a good balance of like there was no one obstacle that took forever to do. Yeah. Um it they required, you know, skill to get through. There were different like different skill sets required to get through the various tough points in the course and the time limit felt right as well where yeah. most people were getting there at around you know 10 seconds left or so um and you know we didn't see we didn't really see anybody time out but uh but that's mostly because uh most people if if you're running out of time you're you're just gonna fall on twist and fly because you're rushing right. it Exactly. Yeah. So the time added a good amount of pressure, but didn't actually like technically take anybody out. I imagine that um, because the ones that are really down to the wire where you have like one second left are more exciting. I imagine if anything like that happened, we'll see it next week. Yeah. Um, so good course. Uh, Michelle falls on the spin your wheels and then we get to Kevin Bull. And uh, Kevin Bull is going to uh, do pretty well for a while. Um, he gets through most of the course. It's he's doing fine. He's Kevin Bull. Um, and this is when I was, oh man, diving boards there, right there. That's this is this is a brutal one. This is uh, this is tough. Um, and of course, Kevin is going to just face plant on one of the uh, diving boards, but he does manage to uh, get back up and get through it. Um, but you can tell he's a little shell shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, may I say something kind of uh, crude about his package? I would like to retire uh, the I found a small child oh, that yes. fired me storyline. It's too easy. If you don't have anything interesting, all you need to do is go out and find a child that inspired <laughs> you. I don't know any adults that hang out with, chi- with children like this. Why do yeah. all of them have a child companion? I don't have a sob story, but I can find a child that does. Yeah, exactly. It's too easy. We see it way too often. We see it twice in this episode. We see it all the time. It's good to inspire children. However, I don't know any adults in real life that have a child companion that inspires them. <laughs> well, I do. I do think that it's because, you know, this show, it's very popular with children and at ninja gyms, you know, it's primarily as as somebody that that like wanted to go to a ninja gym. It's very much uh, marketed toward children um, like that's that's kind of the thing that like, children go and they, you know, they want to meet the, the fun athletes that they see on TV and train with them. And so uh, I think that's where that comes from um but uh but as far as yeah packages go we we can we don't have to do that every time yeah jesse lebrec did it the best where it was like she actually had an organic relationship with yeah. emmeline who they don't really talk about anymore but still is there yeah i noticed um, that she's <laughs> like uh and here are some jesse lebrec fans yeah <laughs> her number one fan um yeah if you have like a pre-existing relationship but i am so sick of like i became a ninja and then i had this one very special fan yeah unless you're a very special fan as a dog <laughs> in which case please keep doing that all right so um you can tell you can tell he's he's a bit bit gassed out and kind of shocked from the the blow to the face and he is going to uh to run out of gas there on twist and fly second time second year in a row that he has uh failed that obstacle and as he's walking back you can see his face is kind of bleeding a bit like uh, he definitely took a shot to the nose there and if he had finished they would have zoomed in on it oh yes of course so next up was flip rodriguez first yes we get uh, we get a reset of uh the safety pass and what that means which 
will be relevant. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how this is going to go. Mm. Um, he uh, so he's got it's it's a badge he's got on his shorts. Um, there's there's two badges. There's you know qualifier and now also safety pass. I think it's a finisher badge, isn't it? There's a finisher. Well, there, he has a finisher. Yeah, sorry, finisher badge and the okay. safety pass badge. Yes, two de- two badges, and then uh, we we find out that this finish this uh, safety pass badge it's uh it's velcro can be taken (laughs) off yeah it's so unnecessary (laughs) like as if we would forget how many tries he has left Uh, you're not gonna get away with it flip we know that you have already tried you don't have it we took off the velcro uh he should be able to gift it to somebody else a la the legacy advantage when he goes out (laughs) Um, so he has kind of a slow pace. Um, I, you see drew on the sidelines telling him to keep it moving like multiple times. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and ultimately going to wipe out here on the diving boards. Yeah. Um, pretty surprising. I mean, we don't think of flip as somebody that goes out on stage one, Mm. but I mean, I guess he's had some inconsistencies in the past, but I guess this is exactly what the safety pass is for, even though he's now super frustrated because he wanted to use it on stage two. Right. Like, uh, this, this was flip's chance to make it to stage three using the safety pass on stage two. And, uh, I imagine he's, he's really bummed that he had to use it here on stage one. Yeah. Although probably, um, not bummed that he had it. Going yes. out on stage two is better than going out on stage one. Yeah. So then we get to Daniel, uh, Danelle Leva. And uh, oh boy, what a run here. <laughs> um, he's the Olympic gymnast. He has uh, turned actor that we looked up his IMDb. Aspiring page. actor, they said. There's like one thing on it. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, he has two silvers and a bronze. Yikes. Never got the gold. No, sounds like a loser to me. Mm. Um, He is looking to be the I'm sure this is his goal that he is thinking about. He is looking to be the first Olympic gymnast to hit a buzzer (laughs) in Vegas. I think first Olympian period. Uh, Yeah. So first Olympian. Yeah. Uh, You know what? They are better than NASCAR. Sure. Yes. In terms um, of other sports. Yes. Yeah, so he is going to uh, do a flip off of the double dipper. Uh, the first we see to do this. Yes. The first and uh, is pretty much immediately outdone <laughs> yeah. a little bit later. Um, and then uh, really just like he definitely has a lot of natural athleticism here um, that he uses to get through the course. Uh, he gets to the diving boards. And this is what we saw. We've seen. I've seen on the Internet. <laughs> Mm. Uh, all over the place. Oh, um, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it was a clip. They tweeted it out. It was posted on Reddit. Like, uh, this is all over the place. Um, people uh, freaking out about this save here where he flips off of the diving boards, then grabs them from behind and flips himself back up. Um, it, it felt like they uh, they were just like rewinding the tape. Yes, um, that's exactly what I said. I said it looked like they're showing it in reverse. Yeah. Uh, manages to get back up and through. Unfortunately, though, he is out of gas as he tries to speed through Twist and Fly to uh, to make it and finish the course, and he will go down there. Yeah, but uh, I hope that his viral moment is enough. Nobody will know that he didn't actually finish. Yeah, it still do wonders for his acting career. Oh, yes. I'm sure this is now number one on his IMDb page. Yeah. Um, uh, I also noticed uh, Josh Levin there in the, in the, in the crowd, in the oh. sidelines. Fellow future Olympian. Exactly. Hopefully. Um, 
Yes. Next up was Carter Olson, who is going to fail the dismount of the double dipper. Um, then Ronald Washington, who spun off of tire run. And uh, then we get to Sem Gray, the 20 year old, now 20 years old wrestler. Oh, still 32. <laughs> Being hyped up by uh, his manager, Primo Pulpo. Mm hmm. Sure. Who I really felt was just trying to steal the spotlight from uh, from his clients or from Matt Eisman doing the wrestling voice. I guess so. Um, I got confused because uh, in the like coming up, they were talking about Sensei and then this other guy comes out and I didn't understand what was going on. And I thought it was a different wrestler mm. that was competing. And I was like, what does go? Did Sensei like bring his rival or something to like also compete? I thought it was just like a completely different person. Yeah, well, it wasn't. It was. Yeah, just, it was it all was part of the manager. Jake Murray esque gag. Yeah, try, again, I really felt like this was all about the manager. All of a sudden, like <laughs> on the sidelines, like, oh yeah, he's gonna do it. Like, uh, really, just stealing the spotlight here. Yeah, well, he's his manager, so maybe he was like, it's a good business decision <laughs> for you to have me out there. I advise you to do it. He's coming for the whole enchilada. Is that what he said? Yeah. That doesn't make sense because one of them has an Italian sounding name and one of them has a Japanese sounding name. Enchiladas are neither of those things. What are you going to do? Um, Akbar says he lo he's looking clean in his wrestling boots. Mm, I don't think of wrestlers as very clean. But they were clean boots. Okay. But does that make him look clean just because you're wearing clean shoes? I think uh, I think this was more of like a, like looking clean. Rather than like, uh, is that what the kids are saying? Being clean. <laughs> it's just as important to look clean as it is to be clean. <laughs> uh, he is going to fall back into the water after the dismount on Double Dipper, and um, that's it. That's it for oh, Sam. Only a small part of the enchilada. Mm. Next up was Nate Burkhalter, uh, the engineer who has been living in Norway and went to the North Pole. Yeah. Didn't explain uh, why he was there, I don't think, <laughs> as an engineer. Oh, it's just uh, right across the way from Norway. <laughs> Does he engineering? It was like a pipe engineer or something. I don't know. He's like an oil and gas engineer. Mm. And but I don't know if that makes him a bad guy. I didn't look into it. enough. <laughs> you know, uh, when he asks, uh, are we the baddies? We're like, yeah, oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't really know what that means. I guess you could do that for good, like sustainable oil and gas. Is that the thing? Anyway, he went to the North Pole. Um, he did dog sledding, which I frown upon. So leaning mm. towards bad guy. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so that was that was his whole thing. Uh, I went to the North Pole. Yeah, and he, cool? he went in the water. Why? Oh, well, you're in the North Pole. You got to you got to do it. No. No, you don't. You know, go to the North Pole and then not get into your bathing suit and go into the water. You would do that if you were in the North Pole. I wouldn't be in the North Pole. OK, yeah, you don't like the cold. <laughs> but if I if I was the kind of person that would go to the North Pole, I feel like I'd also be the kind of person that would go into the water in the North Pole. I don't know. Nobody likes cold weather or being cold more than I do. And I would not do that. But, I would be worried that my body would like go into shock and I would die. Well, fair. But would yeah. you go to the North Pole? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay. I don't know. I mean, if there was like a hotel, <laughs> I guess. The fireplace. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Santa's Village. Um, Santa's who? Village Hotel. Who? Who is that? It's, uh, it's oh, man. Schools these days. <laughs> um, Nate Burkhalter going to be our first finisher of the night, and it's going to be his first stage one finish of, uh, of his career. 
Yeah, he's got a nice smile. That is one thing I will say to Nick, Nate Burkhalter's credit. I thought you were going to compliment his beard. Um, it's not. I, it's a nice beard. It's not particularly notable. Ah, okay. Well, maybe his smile looks so nice because it's uh, immersed in a good beard. I bet. I bet what he asked for Christmas was a stage one finish. At when he was at the North Pole, maybe yeah. that's why he went up there to exactly. ask Anna personally. Yeah, it was an adventure. Yeah. Next up was Anna Shoemaker, who went out on the double dipper as well. Uh, then Lucio Batista, the mustache guy. He was yeah. a hair short on the jumping spider. Yeah, but he gets to be included in uh, yes. the, the, the beard bet. So that's and fun. I remember this. He he qualified. I believe he qualified failing on the salmon ladder. Mm -hmm. And then he's out on the jumping spider. He needs to learn his basics. Yeah. Next up was Brandon Mears. It's the first time that the towers, the powers of tower. I'm nope. always going to mess that up now. The powers of no, the towers of power. No, see, the problem is I was saying it right, but I wrote it wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> the towers of power are in Vegas together, um, but he is going to get to the balance obstacle. And as always with these balance obstacles, he is going to fail it. Uh, he makes it to the, the landing pad and just kind of slowly slides down. He's got so much body. <clears throat> I, it doesn't surprise me that these balance obstacles are tough. It's a lot of mass to balance. Yeah. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. So then we get to Brett Sims and it's Beard Bet Part 2. Yes. Mm. Uh... And again, I'm always rooting for Ryan Stratus with the beard bet because I've seen Brett Sims without a beard, so it doesn't disturb me. I think I would be disturbed by seeing Ryan Stratus without a beard. You it know, it would be strange. It's like when you know somebody like your whole life they wore they wear glasses and then they get contacts and you're like, ugh. I could be wrong, but I think if you go back to like American Ninja Warrior one or two, you might be able to see Ryan Stratus beardless. Not interested. <laughs> So uh, the mustache ninja will be able to give uh, whoever loses the beard bet whatever facial hair he wants. I bet it's going to be a mustache. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Because he's the mustache ninja. Um, he really gets hung up on the uh, spin your wheels and ultimately is not going to be able to uh, complete it. He makes his landing and then just immediately backflips off of it because uh, he knows it's not going to happen. I think if they ever needed to kill time, a good uh, ninja contest would be who can do the best flip off of spin your wheels. Yeah, there you go. 
Next up was Adam Rail, who is, uh, did we even get a package for him? No, they're just like, this guy's a threat to win it all. Yeah, it's uh, a threat that has he's never really lived up to his potential in actual seasons of American Ninja Warrior, but has done very, very well for himself in the National Ninja League and uh, and other such things. I mean, he's been good on uh, Ninja on, on American Ninja Warrior, but uh, but never has completed stage two. Um, yeah. So we we see him here on stage one and he is fine throughout the whole course. Very fast, uh, very, uh, very solid, perfect on the diving boards um, and right to the top of the net on the flywheels. He hits the buzzer with his foot, um, though he misses his first attempt. That was really the biggest miss of the, uh, <laughs> the whole run. And then he does a heel stretch to show how flexible he is. There you go. Uh, um, would have been I more wish... impressive if he had hit it the first time with his foot. Yeah, rude of the editors to not edit. Would have been so easy. Um, I think it's. I wish that they were giving him more like packages airtime because he's someone that I could definitely see making it to stage three. Yeah, and and being in that conversation for somebody who could win it at very very least in the conversation. Yeah, well, I, I guess I guess he just needs to make it there first. Then he'll. Uh, I think he's he's totally capable. Like, and they do they do like hype him up like he's one of the top contenders. But I feel like he hasn't. His name hasn't really entered the conversation yet. No, and he was, I think, montaged in at least one or both of qualifiers and finals. Mm. All right. So next up was Barclay Stockett. And this package is about her mom who has stage three bladder cancer. Uh, and when she found out, she immediately was just like, I'm not competing. But her mom uh, would not let her back out. Yes. And that is the best kind of mom. Yes. It's just so, like, no, I need to be home with you. And it's like, no, F that. Go do your thing. Yes. And uh, she's going to have a slightly more successful run than last year. Um, she did very nearly fall on tire run. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, in the same spot as she did last time. Remember, she uh, didn't have enough, uh, you know, hops to get to the uh, the whatever it was at that, that point in time. Um, mm-hmm. But this time she did manage to get uh to the wheel she got through tire run but by this time she was pretty uh low on time out of breath uh and she is not going to be able to get up the warped wall on her first attempt or her second attempt or any subsequent attempt she is just too winded too winded and also so tiny yes that's yes We do have to understand that with such a short run up, the difference between being five zero and being like six feet or even like a little bit taller is huge. Yes, absolutely. And this is uh, I mean, this is really uh, in 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 Sasuke. A lot of the competitors are much shorter than the uh, American competitors. And so the warped wall is more of an actual obstacle in that course, even with the experienced competitors, because when you are much shorter, um, it's and granted the war. I think the warped wall in, in Sasuke is, is shorter to begin with. Um, but uh, you really need to have enough energy. It's really just about energy. And mm-hmm. if you especially if you are a shorter athlete um, and and it just wasn't there here for Barclay, unfortunately, and she's going to time out on the warped wall. And she was so close too. And then yeah. you see Krista Ganji just like reach up. <laughs> He's yeah. basically like the length of the warp wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, granted, I don't think she would have been able to finish anyway, given how no, much time she, she had left. Have. But, yeah. uh, but yeah. Um, 
So then we get uh, a package about the uh, the originals, they're calling them the uh, the four originals. Um, I like that they did a package on them, at least, uh, even though yeah. most of them got uh, montaged. Um, but it was very cool. Uh, David Campbell, Brian Kretsch, Ryan Stratus and Lauren Ball, the four athletes who have been able to compete in every season of American Ninja Warrior, um, sometimes against the will of the producers. <laughs> In truly David Campbell's case did not know Lauren Ball competed this season. Yeah, I don't think I'd seen him up until this point. Yeah, I mean, you must have read his name off at one point and I was like, oh, huh, but I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, we are going to see uh, a, mont- a quick montage here of uh, David Campbell, who went out on Twist and Fly, uh, timed out on Twist and Fly, unfortunately. Um, it's just the way things go sometimes. David Campbell not going to complete stage one. Then Brian Kretsch, whose dad came to watch him. Uh, remember, we got a package about his dad mm-hmm. in uh, the city qualif- uh, city finals, um, but unfortunately it went out on the spin wheels, which was must have been disappointing for uh, for him. Excuse me, it's spin your wheels. Spin your wheels, yes. I was I kept I did keep writing spin wheels in my notes because uh, I don't like spin your wheels. <laughs> it is cute that his dad had the matching pink uh, yes. armband. Yes, I did like that. Uh, then we get to Ryan Stratus, who uh, who is going to get through the, the course here. Um, he is the first person I saw to entire run, jump on the tire and uh, just like scramble up it until it stopped spinning. Yeah. Um, but uh, but it did mean that he was kind of low on time. Uh, he got through the diving boards he kind of like veered off to the side and almost just ran straight to the left off of the diving boards but he did manage to get through and complete the course i think ryan stratus is going to go to stage three this year bold prediction i you know i i actually was thinking like uh i i weirdly could see ryan being somebody that could uh that could do the whole thing yep i i think he's in contention i don't know why maybe it's just because they're finally paying attention to him more (laughs) or he just looks really strong this year whatever it is i had no doubt he was going to get through stage one and i just really feel him going deep this year i'd be very i'd be very happy with a ryan stratus win oh yeah so earned yes all right next up was connor galvin uh, who is AKA new guy with a grandpa. Yes. Sorry. Casey Suhaki. Grandpa ducky. Yes. He also uh, competed in the power tower. Oh, sure. Mm. Whoever comes in second in the power tower is just like immediately gone from my brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always some rando, um, some rando or Daniel Gill or Daniel Gill. Yeah. Or, uh, or Ethan Swanson, I guess, in the last one. Either mm. way, lots of randos on the power tower. Yes. No Ducky in Vegas, and he's going to go down on tire run. Oh, Ducky wasn't there? No, he wasn't. Oh, right. He didn't have his good luck charm. Exactly. Right, right. Yeah. Then we got Jessica Clayton, who went out on Spin Your Wheels, and we did get a uh, Shanana. Oh, okay. We haven't been counting this year. There's just been too many. Yeah. I've, I've, I've decided against counting them in uh, qualifying rounds because... Because <laughs> he'll just go, Shanana, Shanana, Shanana. But this is our, I believe, our first one here in city uh, in the uh, in the Vegas finals. Um, then we got to Lucas Reale, uh, who was um, had almost 30 seconds to spare finishing the course. Very fast finish. Um, uh, great job by Lucas. He got a montage, but uh, one of the fastest times. Yeah, he's a name that is really familiar to me, but I never remember him. Yeah, I they, never like remember who he is. They haven't really focused too much on him. Um, I believe. He is also a power tower competitor. Okay. I think him and um, I could be wrong about this. Him and uh, the, the, um, 
now I'm now I'm forgetting uh, the name of the guy that won. Um, he's uh, he wasn't he the guy that was at the gym with the guy that's in that lives with his uh, dogs and his wife in the little uh, like thing, and they have the shower. Oh, oh God, who was that? They have the dogs in the thing, and they have a shower. Dave Kavanaugh. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, him and Dave Kavanaugh, yeah, together. Oh, right. They were the the power tower matchup we've been waiting for. Yes, or whatever. Yeah. All right. Next up was Philip Scott, and um, we got a very long recap of. <laughs> What we literally just saw last week, I really felt like this was it was literally just like the same story, which it was a great story the first time I saw it. Right. Um, but it was like uh, he he was panic attacks. He was calling us. Then he decided to run and then he did it. And he was so proud and his dad was proud and the audience was proud and everybody was crying. Wasn't it so crazy and, and great? It was like a. it felt like five minutes. It felt like forever. <laughs> American Ninja Warrior loves their their he's a nerd but also an athlete. Uh, yeah. It's a um, good story. And so I was like I I wrote down in my notes he better complete this course with how much time we just spent <laughs> recapping what we just saw. Hey, what happened to that MIT guy who broke his body? Remember him? Still recovering. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe he's training with um with uh um, Josh Levin. with Josh Levin for the Olympics. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Philip Scott is going to go out on the jumping spider, which really just again was like, why did we just see so much of what we just saw? I, I like him. I wanted I was happy to see him, yeah. I, but I could have used something new. Yeah. Well, maybe next year he'll get a child friend. Yeah. All right. Brett Sims is going to get his beard shaved. Um, but really, I put that in with like an asterisk being like that. Most of it was not shaved. It was a good look, though. It was like the uh, I don't know what the name for it is. It's like the redneck. They basically he mustache. basically just shaved the chin. Well, it's like a goatee. Yeah, else. it's like a goatee without the beard part and some mutton chops. Yeah. Akbar says that he looks like a civil war general. Yes. And I laughed really hard at that. <laughs> I don't know why. I just like when Akbar has like a really accurate zinger. Uh, next up was Najee Richardson. And uh, again, I was like, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was still shocked. And this is huge, given, uh, so, you know, some of the previews. So uh, that uh, that Najee is out here because Najee would have been one of my contenders for the the top spot this season. Oh, 100%. Um, but uh, goes early in the episode here. He looks so strong. Look, he does a front flip off of the double dipper dismount. He uh, totally he, shows up the Olympian, by the way. Yeah, way better flip. Yeah, um, and just like watching him jump into the jumping spider, like he just gets so much air. He seriously flies, and I don't know how he does it. He is just so like we watched a, a an Olympic gymnast do this, mm -hmm. and Naji is like way better. <laughs> Yeah, well, Najee w could have been an Olympic gymnast. Right. He hadn't gotten injured, yeah. So uh, he gets to tire run, 
and uh, he jumps onto the tire and he goes to make the next jump. He, he does like a, a one of the quick ones instead of trying to balance on the tire. He just run. He just jumps onto it and does an immediate jump off of it. But it spun out from below him. So it it cut the momentum of his jump. And uh, he just kind of ends up like splaying forward and not being able to reach the wheel. And uh, down he goes. And that's it for Najee. Yeah, I mean, I know it was early in the episode, but I was still shocked. I thought it was like, oh, maybe they're saving his his big run for stage two or something. Yeah, where they're going to hype it up more. Which which sucks because like you really wanted to see him get like the redemption on uh, on the stage uh, stage two stuff and um, and all that. But um, do we know if there will be those water walls this year? I would imagine so. I saw Drew on the sidelines with goggles on. So. This was so stupid. I hate that obstacle. Yeah. It's not fun to watch. I it agree. takes forever. Like we'll talk about it next week, but I wish that they would get rid of that. Um, so, uh, so that's it for Naji. Um, he says he's been spaced out all season. Huh. Okay. Don't know what that's about. Yeah, I didn't hear him say that, but. Uh, I don't know. He said he's going to come back next year, so hopefully he comes back more focused. Yeah. All right. Next up is Chris DeGangi. Finally, and we actually see him. Yeah. 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 Um, he does manage to land safely on the tire on tire run. Um, it's really funny. Throughout the run, they kept cutting to Jesse on the sidelines, telling him to be confident. Yeah. <laughs> be yeah. confident. And he does look super nervous throughout his yeah. whole run. Like he's very hesitant on a lot of the obstacles. Um, so good advice, I imagine. Um, and uh, I just like my favorite part of this run still was just watching Jesse looking so excited for him as he gets to like twist and fly. And he, she could tell that he was going to make it through. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like I, as soon as he grabbed the cargo net, she was just like so excited. Yeah, they love each other. It's really nice. Yeah. And um, I think that be confident is really good advice for any high pressure situation. <laughs> yeah. I know I personally do worse under pressure in pretty much any scenario. Um, I feel like I'm just going to say that to myself now. I will say, I feel like if somebody was yelling at me to be confident, that might have the opposite effect. But if it was like the love of your life and like your partner in everything. Yeah. I feel like hearing that voice come through. Well, I feel like I feel like uh, like you got it is like the other version of that. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't call out how nervous you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. Be confident is more specific though. It is. Maybe she knows that that's what he needs to yeah. hear. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's what it is. Uh so next up was Carson Voiles who does have a safety pass and did not need to use it although he did almost fall on tire run. Mhm. Uh then we had RJ Roman who completed the course and Dan Palizzi, Towers of Power completes the course. You said it correctly. Yes, and I believe at the top at the top of the thing he was like Towers of Power. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually pretty surprised that he beat the course. Yeah. Well I is I feel like he did last year too. Did he? I feel like I'm remembering that. Wow. Okay. I don't remember that at all. Uh I might be thinking of um of two years ago. Uh no, no, last year he advanced to stage two is his first time. Hmm. But then he fell. Yeah, two years ago, he didn't qualify for Vegas. Yes, that's that was it. Um, all right. So then we get to Jesse Lebrecht and her package is about how she has made it to the final obstacle the last two times on stage one. And uh, I was like, I'm already nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, she and Chris always do the same. Yes. So she'll be fine. Well, that's the thing, because I felt like she could complete the course 
but she could also not complete the course. This was the run by far that I was the most nervous watching the entire way through. Yes, definitely. And it was such a nail biter, too. Because immediately she gets hung up on spin your wheels, really hung up. Um, She's going back and forth a bunch of times, finally makes it through. But you can tell that like she's wasted a lot of time, a lot of energy and a lot of grip strength uh, having to get through that one obstacle. And that's definitely what's going to cause her uh, the ultimate finish here. It's actually Um, insane how much time she makes up, though. Yes. As soon uh, as she was on uh, spin your wheels, I was like, oh, man, she's going to time out. That sucks. And she really made up for it. She did have enough time. She was so close. Yeah. And she's so capable of finishing it. Like, literally, she could with just like a little bit of an adjustment. She could have gone to stage two, three years in a row. Mm hmm. Um, so she barely hangs on on the the jump from the tire uh, on tire run. She's like you can see like her whole body is just stretched out. She hangs on by her fingertips. Um, she has 50 seconds left at the top of the wall. So she has made up a decent amount of time, but she's still pretty short on time, um, especially considering that she's been rushing all the way through here and her grip strength is a bit tacked. Uh, but she's perfect on the diving boards. But I could tell before she even started the twist and fly that like things were not looking good. Uh, she gets on the first one and she does like a, a, sh- a short like transition to the next one. And like it's like, oh, this is not looking good. You can tell that she's like really struggling. She's trying to rush it. Uh, and then she, I was I was like, oh, God, I, I think it's going to happen again. And she jumps onto the cargo net and it's just it wasn't even surprised this time. It was just like, oh, yeah, as she falls down into the water. Yeah, I just feel so bad for her. Yeah, but she gets to watch her fiance take on stage two. That's fun. Yes, Akbar. I says, love her so much. Akbar says, "I'm heartbroken." Yeah, like, Akbar yes. is the voice of the people. Truly. Um, you can see that she was a little twisted up on the transfer to the cargo net, and that's mm-hmm. part of what uh, what caused the fall there. Yeah. <sighs> what are you gonna do? Try again next year. Yeah. Next up was David Wright, the cake ninja. Oh, yes. Yes. The other other David Wright. Mm, He went out on tire run. Then uh, Kevin Carbone, who completed the course. Yep. Uh, I I usually say uh, this is usually when I say he can call me. (laughs) But not anymore. His dog can call me. Then Lauren Ball, who completed stage one for the first time in five years. Uh, Kind of a close call here, but uh, he did manage it. Wish they had shown it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> then we get to Travis Rosen, who uh, they, they they like. This is this is the like maybe apart from Casey. Like uh, I'm, I'm sure they gave one of these to Casey, even though I don't really remember yeah, entirely. Uh, like real big memorial package here, uh, which was really cool actually. Like they showed over. The course of, you know, uh, however many seasons he's competed, I think like nine, nine, I think, um, just like his various runs throughout the seasons. Always love seeing the clips of uh, the first three American Ninja Warrior uh, seasons taking place in the daytime. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it uh, brings back nostalgic memories. And uh, yeah. he gets a lot of uh, other athletes involved, um, you know, talking about uh, Travis Rosen. Very sad music playing. You can't imagine the sport without Travis Rosen. Yes. I mean, say a lot of people. I mean, I, I could, but I like him. <laughs> but, but could you? Uh, there will never be another ageless wonder until everybody else starts aging out of the show. Yeah, but maybe as soon as everybody else hits 40, they'll just be done. 
Maybe. Maybe that'll maybe. be how well, it goes. Or maybe because the show will be canceled before a lot of these people <laughs> hit 40. Uh, so uh, he, he takes on the course, obviously, last season, and they show the clip again. Uh, he completely injured his uh, his ankle, I think, um, on the uh, Double Dipper. And they cut to his daughter's who are watching as he gets to the double dipper and they look terrified. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, that's the monster that almost killed daddy. So these poor children have been traumatized <laughs> by the double dipper, but he does make it through uh, only to fall at the end of the diving boards. And Akbar says, what? That's not the way it's supposed to end. Yeah, but he's legally obligated. As we all know, no person has ever said that they're going to retire from reality TV and then come back. Mm, very true. So he says it meant a lot to come back this time to make it back here after the injury. But now he is retiring. Yeah, still a great season after that kind of injury. Yes. Uh, then we get to Flip Rodriguez, the second. Part two. Yeah, yes. Part two. Uh, you know, <laughs> he no longer has the safety pass patch. It's been ripped off. <laughs> it's really high tech. Um, and I noticed immediately it looked like he was limping a little at the start. And mm-hmm. Akbar says he's not at 100 percent. And as he goes through the course, you can see him like grimacing and limping even more heavily. I was like, geez, this is not good. Yeah, that diving board is a death trap. Truly. Um, so he he gets through jumping spider and he's like like limping down <laughs> to tire run. Um, but he manages to get through tire run. He's got a minute left. I was really nervous during this run, too, because I really mm-hmm. felt like this limp was going to screw him. Um, yeah. But he makes it through the diving boards. And Akbar, again, saying exactly how I felt when he gets to twist and fly. Come on, get out of here. Just get on that net, please, please. <laughs> Voice of the people. I was kind of hoping that uh, at the beginning when he limps on, he would pull a Willy Wonka and then just like do a backflip. He should have. I think that might have broken him. (laughs) Maybe. But he does manage to complete the course. So we will be seeing uh, Flip in stage two, but no safety pass. And uh, hopefully, hopefully his leg will be able to recover by then. Yeah. If he can just get to stage three, he won't really need his leg. (laughs) Yeah. Well, until the body prop. Oh, yeah. He can do it one-legged. <laughs> it's fine. Um, then we have Daniel Gill, the last runner of the night. Um, not much to say for Daniel yeah. Gill. Great job. Really fast. No <laughs> screw-ups. Yeah, not really anything. No, no package really to talk about. Just like he's good at ninja. Yes. Did you know? It is it it is always telling who they decide to give the fastest run of the night to the first part of stage one because they film all of stage one at once. Right. And so whoever has the fastest time of the night at the end of the first episode of stage one is basic is is arbitrary. It's they've basically right. decided we are going to give this person the uh, the highlight spot. Right. Yeah. Um, I do think that I'm more excited for the lineup of next week mm-hmm. um, by a pretty significant margin, just because Alyssa and Jesse are the Jesse Graf are the two women who have done it before. Yeah. Um, so those are the people that I have the highest expectations for. Not that I don't think Jesse Lebrecht can do it, but she hasn't yet. Um, so I'll be more surprised if Jesse um, Graf and Alyssa both fail. I think um, I think Jesse is going to complete the course. Yeah. I God, I want to do it again. Um, James McGrath not competing this year. We've no. established. OK, not sure okay. why, but yeah, I don't know either. He I guess competing. He's always got injuries, um, but 
Yeah, more excited for for those two. Obviously, Drew is next week. I feel like on on the whole, next week is a lineup that I'm more excited about. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we were also going to see Joe. Um, mm-hmm. You know, again, Sean talking, about, talking about speculation about like uh, potential winners of the season. Um, now that Najee is out of the picture, um, it's I'm starting to feel more like uh, I, I may maybe Daniel. Yeah, they did I, give him this spot for whatever reason. I don't think I would be super satisfied with the Daniel yeah, win. Either. Just having having him or the kid, which are just like these young bucks. Like, yeah, I, I want somebody who's paid their dues together. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of disappointing. You know, I, I've come I've certainly come to love Jeff Britton, especially. But it yeah. was kind of disappointing <laughs> to have these two guys who had never like uh, they hadn't really been on the show all that much. Hadn't seen a ton of success up until right. that moment. Um, you know, be the the people to to win it. You always want to see the people that have been like really grinding for a long time um, mm-hmm. finally break through. Uh, not that Daniel hasn't been grinding for a little while now, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, he's certainly more of a newcomer than uh, than a vet at this point. Yeah, and it's sort of like these people that have years and years and years ahead of them before their bodies start to deteriorate at all. It's like you yeah. will have a chance, whereas some of these older athletes, certainly Ryan Stratus is not like an old man, but yeah. it's like he's at peak right now and you know, I don't know when like that will go away mm-hmm. for these people who are getting older. Yeah. So whereas the kid does not need to win <laughs> at 20, you know? Like he's fine. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so I, I feel like, I feel like with Najee out that I feel like Joe has more of a shot in terms of, I'm calling it Joe's not, you really think it's not Joe. I don't Uh, think it's Joe. I, well, look, I think that, I think the next episode will be very telling. Yes, it will. But, um, I don't know. I just got a feeling, but it'll, it'll be interesting. Um, I, you know, I have never really like paid attention to a winner edit before on American Ninja Warrior because it's only happened once. I will say it is kind of interesting. Like, I do prefer not to have the spoiler, but it is something different. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not hating it. Yeah. All right. So that's where we have the finishers for stage one um, in the first part. Daniel Gill, the fastest, followed by Adam Rail, Lucas Reale, uh, Kevin Carbone, Flip Rodriguez, who used that safety pass. It's burned. Uh, Nate Burkhalter, Ryan Stratus, Chris Ganji, RJ Roman, Dan Polizzi, Carson Voiles, and Lauren Ball. Yeah, 12 finishers. Much. It's a pretty good number for uh, for part one. Yes, enough, but not like overwhelming. Yes, we're not going to have to montage a ton of people on stage two. So, uh, like I said, I think this is uh, this course was very well balanced, uh, at least from what we've seen so far. Uh, we'll we'll see about stage two and three. Um, uh, I'm still uh, like this gave me hope that like that if if somebody finishes the whole thing that they've earned it uh, and that mm-hmm. it wasn't just like uh, a Cincinnati uh, city finals course. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so that's what we have for you today. This week, we will be back next week to uh to talk about the part two of stage one should be interesting to see um lots of lots of exciting people still to come yeah and um we didn't get a review this week but we did get one more rating which i was waiting for so we now have 69 (laughs) nice 
Good job, fans. Congrats. Yes, congrats to us. Um, so please leave us a review so I can read it because uh, you guys are slacking. <laughs> All right. So that's what we have for you. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We'll be back next week. Should be a lot of fun. Um, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. You can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taryn. Um, Instagram, Taryn underscore Armstrong. You're such an Instagram celeb. You're so jealous. 500 likes on your pics on tour buses with celebs. I didn't like that out of spite. Oh, I, well, look, I it needed it. <laughs> what? <laughs> don't be, don't be rude. Um, no, truly, my didn't perform as well. I, I don't. Th- I think people prefer newer pictures. I think people prefer your cat. You know, you would think, but oddly, uh, oddly, not so much. Hmm. I. That's always not a like from me. I well, just follow you for the cat content. That's what matters. Yeah. My wor- my like is worth a thousand likes. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Lita Grammed. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Lita Tweeted. And you can find my blog at LitaWrote.wordpress.com. All right. That's what we have for you. Thank you so much for joining us once again. And we will see you next time. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.